Bathers! Hello, Bathers! And welcome to Dispatches from the Communal Bathroom. I'm Chris Delamere. I'm Sam Bradley. And today on the show, we have not one, but two special guests. Well, pa- Paul is less of a well, guest. Well, we have producer, producer Paul. Paul. Why did I lose my name so quickly? <laughs> Well, he is doing the production, so... Producer Paul. Paul, who's now on the payroll. More or less. He gets paid in chilli. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not for tax reasons. He gets paid in meat chilli. Like but meats. also for tax reasons. But also for tax reasons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and our other guest today... Wouldn't be right for me to introduce her. Sam, please, go ahead. Well, well, Chris. Previously, the communal bathroom has been a unisex bathroom, just for just us, us lads... Us lads getting into it in the bathroom. Yeah. But we've opened it up to make it a unisex bathroom. So you're right. Wait. Did I say unisex the first time? You just said unisex. Which makes okay. sense because it sounds like one sex. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got confused. It should be a duo it's sex bi- bathroom. bisexual. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's something different. But anyway, coming into the bathroom this week <laughs> is our first female guest. And my darling girlfriend. You already know her. You've heard her beautiful voice already. But here she is, Sally Beveridge. Hello. Hello, bathers. Hey. Sally has brought a dispatch for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's correct, Sally? Um, well, it's not technically a dispatch. You're already a scaring me. Bit of a, <laughs> bit of a uh, technophobe. There was a bit of a discussion before we started rolling. I bought something and it's going to be You're fun. You're bringing it, right? I'm bringing it. You brought and it. I brought, brought it, it and it's in the bag. All I need to do is get it out. Whoa. So is just it? tell me when you want me to get it but out. As long as you are bringing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're bringing yeah, it. Yeah, it's you didn't leave it at home. It's totally there. <laughs> Producer Paul has brought a dispatch as well. I very quickly made a dispatch <laughs> of dubious quality and concept. <laughs> okay, so we've got, we've got plenty hey, to get to. That's, that fits in with the show. <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly, uh, Producer Paul, Chris and I went on a bathroom outing and did some communal bathing earlier. In Hampstead Heath's ponds, we went to That's the men's right. ponds and had a nice bathe. How was it for you, Chris? Um, cold, a little cold, not too bad. It was quite warm in London today, but it was a little bit cold. Um, obviously, there was a lot of uh, being in- incredibly self-conscious about my body <laughs> in front of some incredible specimens. <laughs> hunks, I think you called them. Oh, hunks. they were... Hunks in trunks. Hunks in trunks. Yeah, they were. trunks. They were sculpted within an inch of their lives. You would have been swooning, Sally. I mean, we were swooning. With, yeah, yeah. You know. I was saying, you know, if there were men like this in Chapel Town, <laughs> I, could, I could think about a lifestyle change. Yeah. What about so, you, Paul? Did you enjoy it? I did what I always do, and I had a kind of really great time and then thought about how I could change my whole life to fit going to those Going swimming the time. <laughs> And then, um, then once I left the baths, I quickly... Yeah. That was realized entire... it wasn't quite as good as I thought it was, but it was really good. But that was your entire thing. You were like, this is it. I'm coming here every day now. I'm going to, I'm open, open water swimming is going to be my life for the rest of time. And he came out saying, I'm a bit cold though. I, know, <laughs> I never said I was again. cold. I just said I would have to find someone to go with all the time because I mean, I'm I'd just go. not ready to go regularly I'd by come. myself. But I'm not a man. I was trying oh, to explain this to Emma yeah. earlier. Yeah. There's mixed ponds, but they're a bit crap. Well, and the women's ponds are the bomb. But again, you wouldn't. That would it was a be bit. Difficult it it was a little bathe. bit intimidating being in a in a purely male uh, situation where there was a lot of dicks flying about. <laughs> Genuinely, a lot of dicks like flipping and flopping about on people's <laughs> bodies. And I noticed both Sam and Paul, because they're gentlemen, uh, they, they produced like, they made like little honesty curtains for themselves out of towels. 
to change from their their wet trunks into their dry shorts. You just got it out, didn't you? I just get it out. Chris was strutting around the place like an old <laughs> yeah, I was strutting. I've, as I've explained to you in the past, it's not about that I'm like I'm fine with it flopping and flipping about. <laughs> It's but I am. It's, it's actually a pragmatic process that I've developed because I am a very moist man. I retain... <laughs> I retain... Very absorbent. I've got a lot of hair. I retain a lot of water for up to 90 minutes. You make it um, sound like if everyone was like you, they drain that pond. <laughs> like 200 of me go into that. They're like sponges. Oh, uh, everybody get out. <laughs> That's it. The summer's ruined. There's been 200 Christopher Delamere's in this pond. It's ruined. Yeah, I mean, I brought a lot of it back with me. <laughs> oh, we forgot someone. Oh, we always forget someone. We always forget someone, don't we? He's right here. Hi, John. <laughs> oh, he's so cheeky. He's gone straight oh. to Sally. He's a bit of a devil, oh. like John, you know. He's got a mind of his kiss, He was kissing Brad Francisco <laughs> yeah. the other week, and now he's cozying up to Sally. He's wanting to know where the ladies are at. Right here, John. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, steady on, John. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, he's got a theme tune. Are we going to play it again? I don't know. Yeah, let's know. just play it. Let's play it. Let's yeah. play it. It's great. All right. A smile is always on his beam. He helps us know who has to speak We don't know much about his tale He has no voice to regale us He was living with the crowds But somehow he got posted out now He's just trying his luck at the internet He's John, John, John the Duck He's John, John, John the Duck He's John, John, John He's John, John, John He's John, John, John the Duck Yeah! Yeah! John the Duck has a better theme tune than the actual <laughs> program. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's nice to have him All back right. though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Great. Having introduced everyone, eventually, John is now in my hands, and I assume that can only mean one thing. It can only mean one thing. That it is my turn uh, to kick off the show. Uh, so my first dispatch is inspired by a couple of things. It is a musical form with a maybe music concrete idea within. Okay. Uh, it's inspired by a video that I saw where a man said a, uh, a creaky door sounded like Miles Davis. <laughs> <laughs> so what this dispatch is called is door jazz.
Now, obviously, <laughs> obviously, the doors that I had access to did not sound like Miles Davis. Yeah. <laughs> Were they just doors around your house? Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how musical just any door could be. But do the bathers understand how many doors, doors. Chris has access oh, to? Oh, exactly. gosh, yeah. I have a really massive house and, uh, and I used... Maybe only even a fraction of those doors. <laughs> how, many, couple... how many doors did you sample to get that uh, selection? I guess about four or five. That's quite... I think that's pretty good. They all had their own different feel, like a lot <laughs> yeah, of the yeah. jazz greats did, you know? Mm. Some I... are quite farty. Yes. Yeah, they were hilarious. Jazz farts. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's jazz farts. I mean, door farts, really, because they were doors. They, they, they weren't conscious of the jazz that they were making. I thrust that upon me. <laughs> but then that's how, sometimes that's how jazz chooses you. Yeah. Thrusting you just got to, it just comes through you, you know, like a fart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I stole the chord sequence from Charlie Parker. So that's pretty big. He's like the, the him and Miles Davis are basically, yeah. you know, jazz, aren't they? Charlie Parker didn't realise how good that chord sequence could be used. <laughs> yeah. Do you think any of the jazz greats had great door, jazz doors? Maybe that was some of the inspiration, you know. All right. You hear at your door, you're like, well, yeah. Maybe that was it. I they dig were, it. They were living in such shitholes. Yeah, so they're all badly maintained doors. None of the hinges have been. Have none of the hinges had had any WD-40 on it for a long time. <laughs> Lack of proper supply of WD-40 is probably the main reason we have jazz today. It's the music of the city and the, yeah. the doors opening and closing and singing their own song, you know. I mean, you could go really analytically. You know, it's the rust of the city. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Like transitions, doors Maybe. open, doors close. It was a lot of there was a lot of metaphor. Well, in when this you song. talk a lot of bullshit, eventually <laughs> something good will come out. Don't give away our secrets, Chris. Some, some, some. There you go, Sam. Another one for you. <laughs> it was like, you know, the THX sound. Yeah. I like at the start scared. of the cinema, it was like... <laughs> well, bathers, that was in uh, a part of our tradition. Start of the second section. Always starts with a uh, Sam jingle. What do you think of that one? Where does it rank? That was, in terms of, it was perfect jingle length, like, lengthwise. I'm getting there, And it I? was very, like, uh, stimulating. I don't know, it was, uh, it kind of... Did you think it was going somewhere? I don't know. I, I saw because it off and I was like, oh, okay, I think I'd see where this is going. And then every, yeah, yeah. T- every <laughs> turn it took was very different. Yeah. It went a different way to where I thought it yeah. was going. What do you think it was going to... I thought it was going to get like... sad. <laughs> it did, but then there was no, a bit... No, but then it went like... I didn't expect that. That was good. That, that was, was a very good one. Can you play it again? I'd like to listen to it again. Listen to it again. Let's listen to it again. Now, if I close my eyes, I can get the full experience. And I think afterwards, we can test all of our uh, natural vocal ranges. (laughs) Sam! 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 I love it. Yeah, it's a good one, isn't it? <laughs> um, All right, so shall we have a go? Pretty happy with All that. at the same time. Uh, well, you've got to find your note, haven't you? you got to find <laughs> what? So what, we're doing it all at the same time, doing what? Sound? Lowest to highest. So there, in that jingle, I don't think I did it properly, but you can find out where your range is 
by going from the very lowest note to the very highest. There's a website I found recently, which is like a really nerdy, like old-fashioned blog of who's got the best range of, of like <laughs> oh, famous yeah, artists. Yeah, yeah. And we'll put it in the show notes. It was really funny. Like, notable notes in these songs. Like, ooh, <sighs> a high A sharp. And like, all this kind of stuff. I think Freddie Mercury is one of the best ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, he'll have some great stuff going on there. I see Mariah Carey's in Whitney. There. A high G- Yeah, Mariah Carey's got Whistle like a register. five octave range or something which is a bit insane do, do it in turn or should we do it all at the same time i feel like we should do it all at the same time so you need to find a note the lowest note you can do steadily are we saying it to sam or just like just uh, How was that uh, on the levels there, producer Paul? Was that fine? I think that would be it was fine. fine. It was fine. It was fine. Uh, and with that, I think it's time for John to swim along to someone else. And his name is Sam. Hello, John. Oh, it's, it feels like it's been a little while. He's got a strange look in his eyes today. Anyway, this weekend, Sally and I here, we're both proud owners and carers for two small tortoises. Aww. They're called Kiwi and Kamiko. And they, uh, today, like yesterday, well, this weekend, uh, they both turned five years old. So yesterday and do, Monday. Do, 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 do. So one of them, Kiwi was five yesterday, and Kamiko is five on Monday. Are they not sisters then? No, actually they're not. So they're the same breed, but we have birth certificates that say that they're... two days apart. Yeah. So they hatched. They climbed out of their little shells five years ago, this weekend. And uh, to celebrate, we're having a tortoise party. Or I'm having a tortoise party with my dispatchers. And uh, so I brought some sweets. Hey, we've had, Yay. we've had a few of them. We've had a few uh, red shoelaces and yeah. some sours. <laughs> but also, you know what you need at a party? You need drinks. Oh, yeah. So I've had this idea for a dispatch for quite a while. Ooh. Because many, many moons ago, before I was old enough to drink, I remember, I remember walking home from high school. Chris was probably there, so he's probably heard this he, pro- he was probably there for the Maybe. first time that this happened. Oh, okay. When I was a young boy, I had an idea for a cocktail. Now, the only thing I knew about this cocktail was the name. I think I know what the name is. <laughs> and the name is Tequila Mockingbird. <laughs> That's right. Now, I have, in the back of my mind, I have the name of this to- cocktail for many, many years. And have always aimed to try and make a cocktail to fit the name. So I thought this will be a great thing that we could do for a dispatch because there's another podcast to listen to where they drink cocktails called Let's Drink About It. That's very good. And uh, so I thought I'd do this. So I googled Tequila Mockingbird because I've done this before and never found anything. And then two days ago, shock horror, it's been done. But I have to bring something up that, you know, we were once when we were younger. Yeah. We found a drinks map that said Tequila Mockingbird. No, that's not true, Paul. I have oh. definitely seen that drinks map. No. You've seen it. It's true. No, no, no. You were there. I've seen it, but I don't think it predates Sam's it idea. It doesn't predate oh, okay. Sam's idea, but we but, saw a map that said Tequila Mockingbird. But the problem is, it is such a good... It's like a perfect pun. Yeah. It sounds good. Yeah, that's all about it. But what has that book got to do with like making a... I've well, never he read does it. drink in, it it. Makes in a brown sense. paper bag. He drinks... Um, is oh. it Bo, Bo Ridley? I can't remember. Oh my God, I did this for GCSE. He drinks out of a brown paper bag. And so there's a tenuous link. No, that's a good link. <laughs> yeah, that's close enough. 
Anyway, so I found this uh, cocktail online and uh, I was very downhearted. But what I've decided to do instead is I'm going to... It's kind of a quiz now. So I've actually found the recipe for three cocktails. One of them is the Tequila Mockingbird. There's two other cocktails mm. that have sort of tangentially related names. And I have created a cocktail using some of the ingredients from the previous cocktails uh, that's uh, completely original to me. And I have never made it before, so I have no <laughs> idea how it will taste. Um, I suddenly, as soon as you started talking... Well, as soon as you said Tequila Mockingbird, I started trying to think of puns for uh, famous 20th century literature. Why don't we take a short break? Oh, you can think of all those puns and I'll mix some drinks. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, bathers. It's cocktail hour in the bathroom here. And I've hastily mixed four cocktails. Four cocktails I've never mixed before. And just slapdash brought all the stuff here into producer Paul's kitchen. And uh, Well, actually, it was in his bathroom. Deep in the sink, I was shaking away. And uh, <laughs> he had some ice in the toilet. It was very strange. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so here we have four cocktails. There are various colours. And, uh, well, shall we taste them? Let's. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Cheers Skull. Skull. Prost. Uh, now bear in mind, one of these I've just <laughs> made myself. <laughs> Holy shit, what's in that? One of them's the tequila mockingbird, and there's two others. One of them is just mixed from other ingredients that I've never tasted, and uh, I'll tell you what it's called afterwards. One's a bad one, like purposefully. It's not bad. You just don't know what it I've is. I've just guessed. So we let's, let's have yeah. a... Okay, so mine is deeply red. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sally's is a nice sort of cloudy lemonade yellowy colour Both in nice cocktail glasses garnished with a lemon With a lemon I have a very dark blue one Which I didn't expect to come out this dark blue Dark blue? It looks brown Yeah it's, I don't know if it's supposed to be like that. No, anyway, Paul's um, is like a deeply viscous yeah, in blue. A, a small Paul's shot is one glass. of those really short ones that when you get a cocktail bar, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I paid ten pounds for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, give me a little bit more. How is it, Paul? How's no, your like taste? It. Yeah. No, I really. Like Chris, it. how was yours? Um, I'm gonna go in for a, another inquiry. Is it getting better? It's strong. It's very. Mine's strong. strong. It's also bitter. It reminds me of. Some of those basically undrinkable Eastern European uh, spirits that they have. Not okay. that I'm not saying this is undrinkable. I think this has got straw in it, or something <laughs> no, like no, no, straw. No, 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 but shall we rotate? And yeah, uh, let's yeah. rotate. This one that Paul has handed me does look like concentrated mouthwash. So there's blue curacao oh, no, in two like of these, that and that's kind like of what's making it poison. <laughs> they're not hopefully they're not poison have you seen the film Heathers where they yeah. all get poisoned and one of them turns blue that's what's going to happen mm. to you guys I'm sorry I think that one tastes good though it's got a kick that's nice actually yeah. alright shall we rotate again oh that's lovely that yeah oh that's a nice one lovely mellow sort of cokish uh, lots of lime in there I can tell we're not, we're not we're not leaving a lot of time for in-depth review then it's oh just sort of, yeah we're not no, yeah, it's just we we'll review at the end right yeah, yeah. We'll, just, we'll, we'll, we'll get to the reveal like... and then I can tell you how what's... many times should we go around in a circle <laughs> yeah, handing them around until, we until they're empty right <laughs> we've done one full rotation we've all tasted out each cocktail which one do you guys think is the 
Tequila Mockingbird. The one that you found on the internet the other day. The one that I found on the internet. Three of them are mixed from a reputable source. One of them is completely made up. One of them is the Tequila Mockingbird. I think it's the kind of yellowy one. Paul's pointing to the yellowy one, Sally. I would like to say the bluey brown one. The bluey brown one in the small glass. Now, I would have thought it would be the most marketable and drinkable one. Yeah. But I know there's a lot of, a lot of cocktails in existence. <laughs> yeah. Most, most of which <laughs> I assume are not that nice. Yeah. Because people have had to make up new things. Yeah. Because there's a market for new cocktails, right? Yeah. Now, I want it to be, like Sally says, the, the short, limey brown one. In the, in the that, was that class. your favourite one? Because I yeah. enjoyed that one. I yeah. wouldn't necessarily say it was my favourite. Oh, okay. Um, however, I suspect it's one of the less drinkable ones. Okay. Actually, uh, I think I've changed my mind. I think it's oh. that one. I think it's okay. the very the short, smooth, the shooter there, yeah. The short, the small, okay. smooth, viscous blue one. If you think about the person who's kind of designed the the cocktail, hopefully they will have read the book and have a bit of a flavour for. And I think, it, yeah, I think it's going to be something a bit nicer. I, so I still haven't said, have I? Um, I'm going to go with the... <laughs> it's fine. There's Why is this no, there's so hard? There's no prize. Because We're all sharing them anyway. It is an important... All right, that one. Is there a that prize? one. This one. This yeah, one, the, the blue one. Sorry. Blue one. The, the short glass with the lime and the blue, yeah. dark blue one. Okay, so one of you is right. So the Tequila Mockingbird is in fact this one here, this short yellow one. So producer Paul was correct. Um, I actually quite like this one. I thought it was very nice. And uh, probably better than a cocktail. That is nice, but this this orangey one's got problems. (laughs) (laughs) This one in my hand that Chris uh, said, this short blue one, is uh, actually called a bluebird. It's a very famous cocktail, but actually I really like it. It's got very zesty. No, it's very nice. The one that Paul has is a shooter. Um, which is slow gin, tequila, and blue curacao in equal parts. And uh, it's called the Purple Turtle because it's Tortoise's birthday. Very good. Ooh. I did think that was really good, that one. Very nice. Uh, very so nice. the Tequila Mockingbird, to go back, is uh, 60 milliliters of tequila, 50 milliliters of creme de menthe, which I made myself yesterday, 50 milliliters of lime juice, and some sugar syrup, and I really like it. And the Bluebird is uh, 60 ml of gin, 30 ml of curacao, and 22 ml of lemon juice. Uh, all shaken and displayed. Now, this final one Ugh. is a Samuel Bradley original. And uh, <laughs> I've decided to call it communal bathwater. <laughs> <laughs> and it's 30 milliliters of tequila, 30 milliliters of slow gin, 15 milliliters of homemade creme de menthe, 15 milliliters of lemon juice, topped up with tonic and garnished with a lemon. And a drizzle of piss in the top. Because I, want, I wanted it to like... Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It's got like it, a foamy existence <laughs> foamy. at the top. I wanted it to have like Suspect. the lemony mintiness of like a nice bubble bath and some fizz, but... Oh, it's fucking awful. <laughs> uh, so before the break, uh, Sam made some cocktails, and whilst he did that uh, for about 10 minutes, uh, I tried to find some puns for famous works of literature for drinks. Let's do it. I had about 10 minutes... There was not not great results. Um, it's hard to say that they're really puns. More like word association most of the time. Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone's bitter. Uh, yeah. It's very specific it's, to... Uh, not really a cocktail. It's not a cocktail. All oh, right. If you wanted cocktail puns, I haven't got any. Okay. All <laughs> I haven't <right>. got any. <laughs> Go on then. Master and Margarita, which is a, a Russian novel by Mikhail Bulgakov. 
Oh, that just fits. Yes, yeah, good. Margarita. Good. There's yeah. a couple that just fit as well. Actually, there's a uh, Tristram Shandy. I'll say it again, <laughs> Tristram Shandy. Well, it's hard to say after these cocktails. Oh yeah, <laughs> the Count of Monte Cristal. Nice. That's good. <laughs> Thank you. That's good. Thank you. Frankenstein. Yeah. That works. That's you just have a you have a beer glass that's made up of lots of different beer glasses. Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for whom the bells toll, bells whiskey. <laughs> All right. It's more like spirit. It's more like spirit <laughs> puns. The Adventures of Huckleberry Gin. <laughs> Although tequila mockingbird is spirit pun. Yeah. yeah. That's quite. Uh, that was. I like that uh, one. Thank you. Yeah, uh, the woman in white wine. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> That's a no. Not a joke. I thought that would be a no. Um, and then uh, for the teetotal amongst you, if you don't want a drink, you can always have Robinson Crusoe soda, water and lime. <laughs> John, getting very excited there. <laughs> about going into... The warm and lovely hands of producer Paul. Oh, he has brought a dispatch, and Johnny's with him. Last time I was here, I didn't even get to. Well, I don't want to say touch John the Duck. <laughs> I didn't get. To. You didn't get to touch him, but now you're you're really having a good old feeling. Really aren't getting you? to know the guy. <laughs> he doesn't look very happy. About he gets it. around actually. Yeah, so. he does get around. So, yeah, that's all right. Go ahead, Paul. Okay, yeah. So Sam asked me to do a dispatch. So this morning I did something. Very quick, so it's called a speed dispatch. In this dispatch, producer Paul tries to extol the virtues of a cold glass of water post-teeth brushing to Chris. <laughs> the deep and terrible audible rumblings of his mind are dissipated by a cold, crisp shot of water, clearing that early morning dirge to a lighter place. My morning routine. Who sets a circus theme tune as their alarm? Am I trying to send myself insane? What's with the slow rumbling? Why does it feel such dread? That was a fast shower. God, you know, all this brushing my teeth, I really... I, I think I need a glass of water after all this. God, fuck, fucking hell, fuck that, Chris. I'm going to enjoy this glass of water like it's the last thing I do. Oh, yeah, come on, this... Uh, wait, I better fill my glass three times. Two... <laughs> oh, Amazing. Wow. It's so nice to hear the inside of your brain, Paul. <laughs> it's always a, one of the weirdest places to be. <laughs> Have that glass of water. Oh, yeah. That was great. So you still. That you get into your, your rhythm of the day. You yeah, still yeah then I was all set. I was yeah. back in my jazz <laughs> drum fill. <laughs> yeah. You're constantly in a lift. Yeah. You do love live. Oh, so there, there was a good, like, audio metaphor you're doing there. Fuzzy. And then suddenly, hey, I've cleared it all up with yeah. three glasses of water post-toothbrusher. Actually, the, the thing with the glass of water is, it's not that I drink three glasses of water, it's just that I fill it three times. Fill it, empty it, <laughs> fill it, empty it. Fill it, empty it, and then I drink that one. When you... Well, that's also another weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> when you're brushing your teeth, is this just all you can think about? Is like you're just do you sometimes cut it short so you can 
get down no, to it. No, but if or... you cut it short, you're not going to enjoy it as uh, much because then yeah. your teeth aren't going to be as clean. Yeah, exactly. That's. <laughs> I think that's why he has it in a way. I can understand it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a like treat. A, it's, it's a, a treat. It's the, the journey. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe I just need a bit more respect for water. Because yeah. If I had more respect for water, I, I would. Exactly. I would take Paul's advice. Really savor that glass of water. Yes, yeah, you should. And it's, I'd be doing a little bit for the world as well. It's life giving. It just it revitalizes Paul. It's like a. It's, it's a, like it's a, a rebirth. It's like a wilting plant, and then you. You know when your tomato plant's not had enough water. Oh, when you've got a, a piece of that's gone brown. Yeah, you just, you just put, dip it in. it in water. You just Come back. Shoop, yeah. and you just stands up yeah. within half an hour. That's Paul. <laughs> Paul the piece lily. Wouldn't work with orange juice though, would it? Orange no. juice after brushing your teeth mm. is. Oh no. Now that is something else. It's worse than this cocktail. <laughs> That's a pretty good description. That is quite a good description <laughs> of, of the, the cocktail. The, the communal bathwater. Communal bathwater is just like having orange juice after you brushed your teeth. That's the tagline. There you go, bathers. You can imagine it now. I'm still drinking it though. <laughs> well, it's got alcohol in it. Exactly. I mean, you're not a fool. Yeah. Come to the bathroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> John the Duck was just having a sip of Paul's drink so while he was over there, I think. <laughs> He's gone. It's really got to him. His okay. feathers are turning blue. His googly eyes are going all over the place. His headphones have turned off. Yeah. <laughs> They've fallen off his head. But he said he's back in my hands. He's he's got about just about motor function to get into my hands. <laughs> just about. Just about. Bloody hell, he's all over the place. Stop ducking around, John. Oh, very good. Hey. hey. Well done. I did one. Uh, he's in my hands again, which must mean only one thing. Uh, and I remember what that is. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> it means it's my turn to do my dispatch, which is about patron saints. Oh, okay. Patron saints. I mean, this is good why Sally's here, because, you know, us being three good Catholic boys, sort of. Huh. And uh, she's here to come as the uh, heathen. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> In the Catholic Church, I imagine in Christianity in general, there are a lot of saints for a lot of things. Like, they represent uh, certain sectors of the workforce, say. St. Christopher, for example, is a patron saint of travellers. Yeah. St. Jude um, is to be invoked, so when you pray to them, to be invoked for lost causes. Yeah. Which is sort of like in desperate situations. Though also my mum says she... My mum says she or a granny uh, invoke him in case when they've lost the car keys. Yeah, my grandma used to say that as well. I've lost my car keys. I'm just praying to St. Jude. It'll <laughs> turn up eventually. Yeah, they always did. They did. My grandma always, always said they do. always did. Anyway, so um, there's a lot of weird ones as well. Like very, very niche bits of uh, <laughs> things going wrong. Yeah, niche illnesses. I think so... A saint which I associate with, which is Saint George, is uh, the patron saint of st- something like like syphilis or something, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or hernias or something like that. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, once we so- once we solve that problem, do they die? What the patron saint? Because it's like they're not needed anymore. Because I mean, antibiotics got rid of it or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just find a replacement saint or give them something else to do. Oh, they just okay. have something yeah, else for a new disease. Yeah. yeah. Computer viruses. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So, without further ado, I've done uh, what is called a litany of saints. In the Catholic Church, there's a sort of process they do in some masses sometimes. I can't remember which one. 
uh, like a special occasion where they go da 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 pray for us that ring a bell Paul yes so uh, I have done a little recording of some saints uh, a litany of saints in that style and they're mostly fake <laughs> but there are some real ones in there so keep okay. your keep your uh, ears peeled and uh, see if you can tell me which ones are the right ones Saint Catherine of Palestrina, pray for burnt lips. Saint Chad the Elder, pray for bad hips. Saint Belinda of Mirbeck, pray for our cows. Saint Dominius Thaddeus Smith, pray for our shoes. Saint Margaret of Barnsley, pray for our shopping lists. Saint Nigel of Carlisle, pray for motorway maintenance workers. Saint Martin of Sandalwood, pray for perfume. Saint Simon of Leipzig, pray for stiff necks. Saint Conrad of Piacenza, pray for hernias. Saint Xanthi of Tricala, pray for ice cream. Saint Marcus, pray for plumbing. Saint Gareth the Unready, pray for punctuality. Saint Sally, darling girlfriend, all the angels and saints, pray for us. Lovely. There you go. <laughs> I thought, because um, Sam has a jingle every every podcast, I thought we'd make a little mention of Sally in there. Uh, who is known as within this universe as my darling girlfriend? <laughs> yeah. So my I darling that, girlfriend. Well, no, not my darling. I was just I was saying quotations. Yeah, okay, my yeah. God, darling girlfriend. Oh, I appreciate it. No, beautiful. well, you know, in in high spiritual uh, sort of company. Yeah, there, yeah. With the well. patron saint of motorway maintenance men. Hey, I was thinking someone that someone needs to look after. Exactly. You. As soon as you pointed that out, I mean, it's fine being the patron saint of like fishermen or farmers but there's lots of modern activities that are just not taken into Don't account a patron saint and ice cream i love that you put ice cream <laughs> in there because sometimes saint of Picala. i would yeah. hazard yeah. because ice cream is originally italian that one might actually be real no damn it <laughs> damn it how was that ever going to be? I just wanted it to be real. I mean, yeah, can I you remember them all? Real. Which one? Which one sort of struck you as maybe the being one, the real one? The one that sandalwood, was sandalwood perfume. <laughs> that was Saint real. Sandalwood of perfume. Pray, oh, I got it wrong, but you know what no, I mean. No, no, not that one. I think the one, the one for cows, shoes, and stiff necks. Cows was right. Yeah. So um, Saint Belinda of Mirbeck is meant to be invoked against cattle diseases. Yes. But uh, Saint Conrad of Piacenza is uh, to be invoked against hernias. Oh, okay. Uh, so that was true, and yeah, so there was two, and you got one of them right. Yeah. I mean, the ones from Carlisle <laughs> and Barnsley didn't <laughs> yeah. seem particularly. Well, realistic. no, they they weren't red herrings. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think so. 
Well, they were just for fun, Sam. Yeah. But, you know, if you spread it around enough and tell enough people in enough higher places, they might become real. That's, that's your concept of religion. <laughs> yeah. That's not what I said. Not what I said. It's pretty much how it goes. <laughs> not what I said. I'm saying it. <laughs> Come on, John. Come on. Here we are. Oh, he's flooded into my arms. Oh, okay. I think I need soothing a bit. Might have him, uh, I might put a sheet over his eyes for a bit so he can calm down. <laughs> Give him a black coffee. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm on to my next dispatch, which is more tortoise birthday. <laughs> so for this dispatch, what I've done is imagined a tortoise birthday party that maybe I would be hosting for a lot of other tortoises and their tortoise friends. And perhaps for this birthday party, I would invite a, along a nice tortoise act to entertain the tortoises. So, in this case, I invited a nice tortoise comedian to tell some tortoise jokes to the other tortoises. <laughs> now, uh, some of the jokes may involve you having some prior knowledge of a lot of tortoise things. Sweet. I'm going to get all of this, aren't I? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. All right, so here it is. Turtles, tortoises, and terrapins. To this celebration of Kiwi and Kamiko, our wonderful friend's birthday. Now we've got a great act for you tonight. He's a comedian. He's come from very far away, and it's taken him days and days to get here because he's a tortoise. He's very slow. <laughs> a great comedian. Put your paws and claws and hands and feet together. Bang your shells on the table. Here he is, Terry Sideshells. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Such a such a nice audience. It's nice to see such a nice audience. You know, I've not been doing this comedy, uh, tortoise comedy, particularly long, but people have noticed. People come up to me. My friends come up to me and said, "Oh, since you've started doing this, you've really come out of your shell." <laughs> hot in here. Hey. It's hot. You know, you know a tortoise like me, uh, you know what I like to do on a sunny day, is go bask in Robin. In all seriousness, we should remember Aesop's fable, you know, what he said about the hair. We shouldn't forget what the Greek tortoise. I see there's a nice lovely, oh, hello Kiwi. Right in the front there. Such a nice tortoise right in the front there. With some lo lovely nail polish. Must be Shellac. Have you heard this one about the tortoises? They have racing events on bouncy poles. Yeah, they love to... They love the Galapogos. The Galap Galapagos. Gal the Galapagos. The tortoises on the in the gar the pogo galas on the Galapagos. Speaking of faraway places, I once met an Australian who had a tortoise he wanted to show me, and he said, "Look at this tortoise, mate. She's giant, Aldebrah." <laughs> you know, as well as telling jokes, I'm I'm quite a learned tortoise, and I. I went to Sheffield University for a talk um, and it was presented by the first professor of zoology at Sheffield University, a very 
Well, respect man, called Alfred Denny. We all had lots of questions as being tortoises, but lots of questions about tortoises. And he said, you know, I might be the first professor of zoology at Sheffield University, but this is a lot of questions about tortoises. But we just said, it's test you, Denny Day. <laughs> no, I'm sad. This is my last joke, and I know it's making me sad. I have a friend who who seems even sadder, and I asked him about this, and he said, yeah, you know, you sulk, I sulk harder. <laughs> All right, that's me, that's me. Thank you very much, thank you. Good night, good night. I could. I really felt like I was in that tortoise <laughs> nightclub there. They were loving it. Now, was that a couple of uh, Latin tortoise names? The that, best joke. The puns at the end there. The best joke I have ever written is in there, which is about the first professor of zoology in Sheffield, who happened to be a man called Alfred Denny. Now, That's the right. Latin name for the family of which tortoises, turtles, and terrapins are part of is Testu Denny Day, and so. That's pretty good. It's good. So specific. Yeah. But pretty good. And the last one was Sulcata. Sulcata is a type of, type of tortoise. Wow. Giant Aldebra, other, another type of tortoise. That's the only one I didn't yeah, get. Yeah, Sally, even Sally had a quizzical look. Yeah. The Australian was asking you to hold the tortoise. Look, she's giant. Holdebra. Holdebra. Oh, giant Aldebra. The, yeah. There we go. Oh, it's better once you get an explanation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great. Explaining jokes. That was really good. I could imagine myself in like a village fate in a bit of a small sort of tent with bunting around it. <laughs> I like to think that he did, uh, you know, sort of the modern comedian sort of holding his microphone to his mouth and pacing up and down, back and forth on the stage, but just really, really slowly. He only really managed to get to one end. Have you heard <laughs> this one? Have you heard this one? Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? And then there's like in the corner, the band playing the ukulele and the kazoo, and they're just quite small. Like look, kids from the local school. Yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. I also great. created a lot of tortoise characters to go in the club, so there's a there's some old tortoise that's falling asleep and... Some little Easter eggs if you want to listen back to it. That I'd like to see a further appearance I from think, yeah. more from Terry Shineshell. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you might have uh, like run out of tortoise jokes, but I, I reckon you can do more. There's more. Maybe it'll have to be a annual thing. <laughs> it every, will take a year birthday. to make some more jokes. Every right? birthday well, they have. It's very slow going. It's very slow exactly. going. Exactly. You're not so in a hurry. No. Yes, you have a year to write more material, but if you're going to do it for every year... That they're alive. That they're so alive. I'm going to write tortoise jokes every year for the rest of my life. <laughs> if you could do that. I think that's good. You've got like 50 years worth of tortoise <laughs> birthday material that you have to write. Well, I'm going to die first, so. <laughs> and then oh. they'll, they'll write some Don't say that. That's sad. Maybe I'll die first. All right. Well, that's even that's sadder. Sad. <laughs> oh, my God. Come to the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, John. He's, re- he's really overdone it on these cocktails. We've refreshed ourselves with uh, the only cocktail that everybody liked, which was the Bluebird. So thanks to the chaps at Let's Drink About It for actually giving me a good recipe. It's much better than whatever I made up. But John's been... 
He's he's covered in blue now. So, but he's um, basically a bluebird. He he has become a bluebird. He has become at one with this cocktail. So, but he's going over here now, and he's going over to Sally. Hi, John. My darling girlfriend. <laughs> oh. oh, John, you sound like you're fuzzling out. <laughs> <laughs> okay well so as i said earlier not particularly techno savvy it made it quite difficult for me to at short notice um do any sort of recordings or um dispatches so what i decided to do instead was bring in something that i use fairly frequently occasionally um i bought in my angel cards so uh angel cards i'm quite familiar with the angel cards but maybe you can explain them for everybody else so here i've got a deck of cards um on the cards they've got a on each card they've got a different picture of an angel painted picture of an angel and a word and in my oracle book um there's a little there's like a meaning like a paragraph of a meaning so what i thought we could do was go around the circle and choose your angel card and I could give you a reading. Yeah, great. <laughs> I like it. Sweet. Okay, so I've done this a couple of times to Sam and I do it, like, I've taken them into work and stuff, but um, let's do it here. Yeah. yeah. Cool, who's first? Interactivity, I'll go, I'll go. Okay, all right. <laughs> so I've shuffled the cards. So what you can do, Chris, you don't have to, but um, you can kind of, before you take a card, think about, you know, think about it. You could ask, potentially ask, what it's going to mean right. asking the angels something. And should I think about what I want out of this? Is it yeah. like is it like blowing the candles before on your birthday? Yeah, cake? almost. Yeah. Right. I'm picking one now. Okay. I'm gonna go with this one. Should I look at Great. it or do you look at it? No, you can look at it. Oh God. Okay. This what might, is it, Chris? This might tie in with having referenced uh, body self consciousness <laughs> earlier at the uh, open water swimming pool. I've drawn body care. Ooh. Wow. In the bathroom. I'm, it's That's very amazing. amazing. Now, I was saying to you <laughs> earlier about how I've, I've only, it's only just occurred to me that what looking after yourself means. We did talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realise it meant, you know, if you look after yourself, you actually exercise, eat the right things and get to bed on time, you won't get ill. Like you, you won't get like colds and headaches. Like who'd yeah. have thought staying up all night just, and just eating pizza and drinking beer all the time? You start getting really sick. Yeah. I just get sick all. The, I get everything. But if you if you quotes look after yourself, <laughs> don't forget to look after yourself. Don't forget to. Look, I just thought it was like a saying. Yeah. I just thought it was an idiom that people say. That's but true. I don't. I don't have enough body care. All right. What does it mean, Sally? What does it mean? I'm going to tell you, Chris. I'm going to tell you. Right. So, card meaning. The angels urge you to care for your physical body. You are asked to eat healthful foods, to exercise regularly, and to avoid toxins. Oops. There goes the cocktails. This card is your angel's way of asking you to pay attention to your physical body. Perhaps you resist this guidance, and the angels... (laughs) have repeatedly come to you about this topic. They remind you that the body is an instrument that when well-tuned emanates greater harmony. Your spirit is like the music of a grand piano. I like that bit. The angels ask you to maintain that piano. Your angels know that if you follow this guidance, you will feel terrific. 
Your increased energy and happiness is your reward for following the angels' suggestions. They will help you find the time and motivation to exercise. <laughs> this will also help you lose your cravings for unhealthful substances. And the angels will help you enjoy the newfound pleasures that come from purifying and maintaining your physical body. I think right. it's a bit of a stretch, that last little bit, but the rest of it was good. I, I'm <laughs> hurt your bit at the end. Yeah. I mean, that is weird because... All of it's weird. I think we need to abandon our original religion and go with this angel kind of thing. Because <laughs> what are the chances? I mean, I we mean, talked about this today. So you I talked about my self-consciousness about my body. I don't look after myself. And then I picked that card. But I'm prepared to do it. Well, like now I've heard especially it, now, especially now now I've heard it from an entirely bullshit source. <laughs> I mean, hey, you bought the patron saints. Well, I know, I know. But it's like Carlisle. It was, <laughs> it was like Paul saying about going swimming and it's like, yes, this is going to be my thing now. Yeah. I'm, I'm fully prepared for something, whatever it is, to come along and change my life and just go, yeah, I'll do that now. That's fine. <laughs> okay, Paul. Do you want to go next? I'm terrified, but I'll, I'll go. Okay. I'm going to do the same thing again. I'm going to fan the cards out. Okay. He's taken a card. And He's, I look at it. Yeah. yeah. Look at it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Paul? Healing. Ooh. Healing. A situation that has caused you concern is on the mend. You are a natural healer and your healing thoughts have manifested into form. Sometimes a situation cannot heal unless you release the challenge completely so that healing light can enter it. Your worries will soon be over because this card signifies that a healing has occurred. To realize this healing, however, you must first stop focusing on what is wrong and instead affirm everything is in divine and perfect order right now. You have natural healing abilities and this card asks you to have faith in God that God works through you as an earth healing angel. Hold thoughts of love around any situation that seems to need healing. Visualize this, the situation as healed right now. Then give thanks to God for this healing and completely realize everything, release everything to the angels. The powerful effects of your healing work touch many lives. Do you feel healed, Paul? I, I believe in these cards. <laughs> um, one day. If I'm on this show again, I will reveal what significance I think this has. So you, wow. in your mind, there is an event that this is referencing. Uh, it's probably construed to say that, but for the purposes of this show and intrigue, I would you say with that. would you say that card applies to you as much as me eating so much pizza applies to pulling body care? I I think the card does apply to me in quite a good way. All right, Sam, let's, let's go. Again, I'm fanning them out. Okay, I'm reaching out. See if I can feel, feel a good one. Oh, that's quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> I got playfulness. Oh. Damn it, I thought you were going to get study. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. Should, you should get study. <laughs> Just Sorry, take guys. another one. You know, no, <laughs> the, the angels are telling me, guys, I don't need to study. You don't need to finish your I thesis. I need to play more. You need to play more. Well, I don't think you need a bit of playing this evening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you needed to draw a card for that, did you, Sam? <laughs> 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 Just describe what the card looks like for the, uh, for it the has, listeners. It has three uh, cherubs. Uh, baby flying children 
uh, sort of playing around in the sky. Is it me, you and, me you and Paul? Yeah. Yeah. Playing in the Definitely. I can so see that. And I'm the fat one with pizza. <laughs> I'm the most cherubic of the cherubs. <laughs> oh, God. Um, okay, Sam. You drew playfulness. Fun and play is the angel's way. They guide you to add fun to yeah, your life. Is. And to know that fun <laughs> is a necessity, not a luxury. Exactly. This is what I've been saying, guys. Let her read the... Sorry, sorry. <laughs> the angels know that you have a lot of responsibilities and that you need a steady flow of time, money, and other resources. By drawing this card, the angels want you to know that regular doses of fun can help you accomplish your goals. PhD. You may protest <laughs> that you don't have enough time, money, or energy to play. Yet, your angels assure you that playfulness is a wonderful investment that yields immediate returns. When you have fun and laugh, you relax. This relaxation gives you a greater inflow of ideas, spiritual connections, divine guidance, and energy. With the new inspirations and energy, you can better manifest your desires. Your relaxed and radiant personality attracts wonderful and helpful people. Your positive outlook creates new opportunities for you. When you look at life in this way, you can't afford not to have fun. Well, thank you. Thank you to the <laughs> angels. Uh, basically saying... Reinforcing everything on. that you've yeah. been doing. Basically exactly. just screwed Pissing me over. About, <laughs> Pissing about not doing your PhD. They're like, just don't worry about it, man. It's all cool. Uh, right, I'll do, I'll right. do yours then, Chris, Sally. you can do mine. Okay. okay. I'm fanning out the cards. She is... <laughs> Going for one in the middle. Focus. And here is the card meaning. Think about what you want, not what you don't want. Guard your (laughs) thoughts carefully because they create your experiences. Sometimes it seems that our thoughts choose us, but this is never the case. We always choose our thoughts every moment. Our thoughts always have an effect, and there are no neutral thoughts. One half second before you hold a thought, you decide to hold it. So, with practice, you can learn to monitor and alter your thoughts. This is the equivalent of putting your hands on the steering wheel of life. You may believe that your concentration abilities are impaired, yet the infallible mind of God is within your own mind. You can experience remarkable feats of concentration by affirming, I am now able to focus my mind at will. I hold only loving thoughts, and my angels act as my gatekeepers in establishing a steady stream of thoughts of love! Amen! (laughs) Hallelujah. Thank you, Chris. That was beautiful. Yeah, I thought I was quite focused, but I think thinking about those little things... I think the way they sold the focus thing was quite different to just be focused. It was like... Yeah. It was um, mindfulness. Oh, jinx. (laughs) I agree. That's exactly what was described in that, wasn't it? Yeah. All right. Great, guys. Now we know what we should do. There you go. I thought I'd just give you a little... I feel like mine includes doing the most amount of effort. Uh, <laughs> well, I think you know mine is a bit more psychological. I was quite effort. happy with the metaphor of my mind being a grand piano. 
Oh, oh yeah. Great. <laughs> I'd be so happy with that. I want a grand piano over mine. Yeah. <laughs> grand piano mind. Just like a to... Casio keyboard body. <laughs> Something like that. But you need to tune up your body and it keeps your mind going. Yeah. yeah. At least you haven't got to sort your mind out. And then it's better to be that way around. Sam's know. just got Thanks, Sam. have more fun. Yeah, why don't you just be more that is just fun? So don't know what to tell you guys. Know, don't like, know what to tell you. How do you get away with this lifestyle? You have fun all the time. Yeah. And now saying have more. More. <laughs> oh, John. Is that John snoring? Or is he just really... <laughs> oh, my God, he's awake. Oh, it's all right, John. It's all right. John, 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 it's fine. You're with us. It's okay. Everything's fine. Just... Outrageous. <laughs> you didn't tell me that you had drunk ducks on here all the time. Well, he's, he's never been like this before. He's normally a good guy. I don't think it's the time for drawing an angel card for John, is it? <laughs> oh, let's draw an angel card for John. John needs an angel card. Yeah, if anybody needs an one. angel card. A real quick one. Yeah, a quick, quick one. All right. Who's going who's gonna to draw it? Should we let John draw it? Yeah, look. Well, yeah. Is he going to read on, it John. out himself in quack language? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Sally will read it. Sally will read it. Come on then, John. Go on then. John. So, so John's... Oh. He's got, oh, he beaked beaked. He's, a bit He's got one in his beak. He beaked it. Oh, John. <laughs> it doesn't say more cocktails, does it? He chose celebration. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Bloody hell, John. He You're doesn't need alcohol. more. You're an alcoholic. He doesn't need more celebration. <laughs> All right. Good news. No. Course for celebration is here and it's time for you to enjoy the fruits of your labour, John. No! Oh, he does God. fuck all and he gets pissed. John, the angels want you to know that this is a light-filled time in your life. You've been working towards making changes and your intentions have now manifested into form. This is the time for you to fill your heart with a warm feeling of gratitude. He already bloody has. The angels ask you through this card to hold strong into this gratitude. You are like a gardener who plants seeds and nurtures them because she has the Eat faith seeds. that her labours <laughs> will <laughs> yield new grain. Keep watering <laughs> and tending to your seeds and you'll soon see them sprouting through the surface. The angels are your co-gardeners who will help you tend to your crop. Oh, John. Oh, John. Well. He's rejoiced at celebration. He's pretty pleased with himself. All right, all right, all right, buddy. It's okay, buddy. Yeah. Well, uh, John's tap danced his way <laughs> out towards the bathroom door. Yeah, he's going out now. <laughs> he's, he's off out on the town. He's fucking leathered. He's going to Mestizos. <laughs> yeah, he's going downstairs oh, to Mestizos. He's going out with some Mexican yeah, ladies. Some Mexican ducks. Oh, dear. Some chicas. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> 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 Sally, how have you enjoyed your time in the bathroom? Oh, it's been lovely. From a from a lady's perspective, how how was it? Um, <laughs> just from a, a human being's perspective. Or from a human being's perspective, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's been really good. I worry that we kept his clothes on. So yeah. I mean, from a lady's point I guess point that's of one view, thing. Because um, I got a shit body. <laughs> 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 a fucking angel gun. 
I mean, it's also true as well. <laughs> no, it's been it's been great. Thanks for having me, guys. Well, it's, it's a pleasure lovely. to have you. Lovely to have you. Yeah. Always. It's always nice to see you. Next time, I'll actually bring a dispatch. No, that was actually that was, that was an amazing dispatch. I'm, I'm shocked, actually. Genuinely shocked at how on they all were. Next time, I'll bring my tarot cards. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are we going to get out of here? We need to get out of here. We yeah, are it's getting... too hot. We've had the hot tap running the whole time and we're all just sweating we away. pruned to shit. We are just, we're all losing it a little bit. I think I'm starting to see various colours. Yeah, we need to get way out too there. long. We need to find out where John is. We need to get out of Well, yeah, anyway. that's we true. We need to find where John's all right. Thank you, Sally, for joining us. Thank you to producer Paul here for bringing the dispatch and... Uh, and for doing the engineering, doing as the engineering. he did again. Like us on Facebook. We're on there. It's pretty cool. Uh, we also have a Twitter, at Communal Bath. That's right. Chris has been doing some scary things with it recently. I've been trying to rank all our fans. And uh, when this episode goes out, oh, I'll, gonna... I'll do a new ranking again. <laughs> and maybe producer Paul and uh, Sally. Sam's <laughs> darling girlfriend. And Sam's darling girlfriend, Sally. Maybe they'll go up in the rankings. Because they've been on the show. I think I feel like it's a strange way of ranking fans <laughs> that they have to be on the show to suddenly get higher. Are you going to publish that, the ranking? Oh yeah, I did. La- I, did, I already did. Pu- I published. A I'm not sure week. I agree oh, with this ranking. Well, is this on Twitter? Yeah, yeah it's on oh, Twitter. Twitter. The last oh, week's rankings was that? number one, Jonathan Hamnett. Number two, Mario D'Agostino. Number three, uh, Brad Francisco. And coming in joint fourth and fifth, Joe Bates's dogs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Because uh, they love the show. Yeah, definitely. All right. All so right. Uh, look out for that, guys. Yeah. On, on, at not Communal on, Bath. At Communal Bath and also at mine, at Spy and Trolley, because uh, Sam wouldn't allow me to have it on the joint account. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm at SR Bradley, by the way. Uh, yeah, he's on there. Yeah. We also have an email address, most importantly, yeah. where you can send us your dispatches. Send us anything. Anything yeah. you want. Uh, criticism. Flags. Flags. Flags, yeah. Oh, we need flags. We need more flags. We need... Um, your most offensive thing in your language and cheers. Yeah. I always want to hear songs. I love songs. Uh, we've had some from Mario. We've had one from John. I want to hear more. We will play literally anything. You send us an MP3, we'll play it. <laughs> so that address is communalbathroom at gmail.com. That's communalbathroom <laughs> at gmail.com. We have a lovely website that's communalbathroom.com. We're on iTunes. You can leave us a review five-star review that'd be great soundcloud we're on there as well it's all over the place (gasps) all right we need to get out there we need to find john (laughs) so we'll see you next time bathers bye bye Bye, Bye.